Hey guys, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. I'm Coach Steve. And I'm Coach Nick. And we're going to be talking about everything fitness, health, and the challenge. Let's get on with the show. What's up guys, Coach Steve here, and welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined with one of M Challenge's top 10 finalists. We have Adam Tobin. Adam, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. Thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, great to be on it, really. Um, it's nice to even hear those words that you're a top 10 uh, finalist. So uh, something I didn't imagine doing. I tried really hard to get there, but um, you, so many amazing transformations that you you don't know where you sort of sit in the big picture. But um, yeah, it's been a, a great last few days and um, yeah, pretty proud of my efforts and um, yeah, excited and just been telling all, all that can listen uh, where <laughs> I finished in the challenge. So yeah, it's been good. Well, look, mate, you definitely should be proud of the effort that you put in. It's really obvious that you've trained hard, you, you've eaten well, and you've basically taken on the ethos of what the challenge is. But look, on that Friday night, just a few days ago, were you watching the awards night live? Yeah, I was. I, yeah. Um, I had our friends over and, and it so happens that they, uh, one of them's pretty high in their fitness. And so she'd been following my journey as well. And um, I said, oh, look, I'm hoping to get to top 50. And I got into that. And I said, oh, well, as it happens, you know, it's on that night. Um, so I had it on. We were drinking in the background and just um, having a, a little look at the telly. And uh, then I saw I had it on silent because I didn't want to interrupt the conversation that was on outside. And my, my picture came up. Um, and I said, that's me. Um, <laughs> I did I did warn them when I saw the public votes because I was aware that I sort of had around 80-odd public votes. And when I didn't get into that and I saw the number of votes, I thought, I think I'm in the top 10. Yeah, um, yeah, We've got to watch this. And then, um, yeah, and then sure enough, when I came up, I was wrapped. Um, yeah, I was really excited. No, it's so good. Yeah, we do love having the uh, awards nights um, and love hearing the stories about what uh, people were doing on that that evening uh, when you found out you're in the top 10. Yeah, I was blown away by the stats too you had up there, like the amount of kilos lost and the amount of people that had entered things on social media. And yeah, that was just amazing, all the yeah. stats as well. Yeah, no, that's definitely my favorite part of it all, Adam. <laughs> Look, now, Adam, um, let's start by a little bit of an introduction about yourself. So yeah. if you wouldn't mind giving us a little bit of a, a story about who Adam is, maybe where you're from, what you do for work. Yeah, so um, I'm from Melbourne. Um, I'm a school teacher, so I'm actually head of a, a boys' middle school. So uh, my job's pretty demanding. I have three daughters um, aged from five to 12, so they keep me out of trouble. Um, a lot of the time and um, very supportive wife. So I'm pretty lucky on that front as well. Um, and yeah, I, I guess probably for the last few years, I've lost my way in terms of fitness and health. And um, yeah, along came, came the challenge and I thought I need to do something. So um, yeah, here I am. Look, uh, Adam, I have a follow-up question about school. Mm -hmm. You said middle school, like what ages yeah. is that? Uh, year five to year eight. So your eight, yep. yeah, yeah. Look, they're um a great bunch of kids. They they certainly keep me on the top on my toes. But um, yeah, I've got the boys at school and girls at home, so it's a yeah. good mix. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I I actually went to an all boys school growing up. Yeah. Um, uh, I went to a, a school called Melbourne High in in the city. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm an old no, boy. Yeah, yeah, you probably would. Um, yeah. having read your signature now. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that male environment was very uh influencing of of my development um you know not getting too much into gender studies too much but um you know having a uh strong male role models for me into in the 
position of a, a teacher was really influential for me. And I remember there were a few uh, gym teachers, a certain English teacher and a certain psychology teacher that uh, were influential to my education as long as as well as my fitness journey. So my question to you is, um, you know, working with boys in a school um, around that age, uh, do you find that, you know, having transformed your body so much over the past 12 weeks, have you had some of the boys come and ask you questions like, you know, Adam, what are you doing? Or, oh, sorry, um, Mr. Tobin, what are you doing? Yeah, that type yeah. of thing? Not often. A couple of the boys have, have sort of looked at me a few times, especially when I've got my PE gear on. Um, certainly yeah. the teachers have made comment um, about how good I look or what have I been doing. Um, and, yeah, a few, probably a few of the year eights because they're, they're starting to get into their fitness. They're starting to lift some weights and things, and I've been talking to them a bit about making sure they're not lifting too heavy and things at this point in, in their growth development and they're all wanting to be ripped and things. And so we've had discussions <laughs> about um, really mainly about diet and, and and how to go about just using your body at, at this point and then getting into weights later. But um, yeah, I think definitely um, being fit to them um, shows that I, I guess that it does help influence them. Mm. Yeah. 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 No, beautiful. Uh, look, I want to speak a little bit about, why you chose to sign up for the challenge now yeah. you alluded to it already maybe you yeah uh, just, just slightly yeah um look i did one five years ago um i did the uh, max's challenge about five or six years ago and um that was the first time i'd really had a crack at, at at getting the body into some sort of i don't know magazine type look if you think if if you like and i thought i wonder if i can get my body like that um and i got really good results from that the first time i did it and i think i, I I earned a People's Choice Award back then. Um, and then, uh, yeah, to be honest, with COVID and everything else, I just sort of lost my way a bit and the kids. And um, I basically just um, oh, put on a fair bit of weight, really. Yeah, so I, I guess I, I, I lost my way a bit um, and I put on a lot of weight. And I got to the point where I wasn't actually happy with myself and I wasn't, I was hiding my, my body even, um, like... The beach I'd, I'd make sure i had a, a top on um i didn't want to swim with the kids um or i'd have a t-shirt or a rashi on um i was getting looser clothing and i got on the scales around june and i was over 100 kilos and it's the heaviest i've ever been and i just said right i, I need to do something about this and i know from last time that max's did definitely help me so i thought well let's go let's start and um yeah, sort of spoke to my wife about it and said, this is what I'm going to do. And she said, yep, go for it. Um, and yeah, so I, I guess from there started to um, immerse myself in the challenge. And um, yeah, I'm glad I did. Bloody glad I did, actually. <laughs> no, so good. Now, talking about your partner, you've already mentioned that she was very supportive. Um, yeah. Is, did she do the challenge at all or was she already no, she, involved she in fitness? Um, look, she, she's fit person um but doesn't really get involved in sort of the activity side of it just um is reasonably fit and lean um but yeah i I think she just saw in me that i wasn't very happy and and sort of said yeah you need to do this and um so uh she was really encouraging and then yeah i just sort of got got into it and started immersing myself into it so yeah no it was it was good in the end but um yeah i'm just happy i did it yeah no so good now look i want to speak a little bit about challenges right Mm -hmm. every challenge Mm -hmm. we all face our own unique challenges um can you speak a little bit about some of the challenges that you have faced over the past 12 weeks of the yeah well the the first unique challenge is um being a school teacher you get a lot of school holidays 
So one of the things with the challenges I've found hard is they're 12 weeks. And so they, in a term, I can eat quite well. But um, when holidays come along, um, I don't have a structure or routine. So I um, tend to eat a lot of rubbish in, in those holidays and tend to drink a lot more and I go out a lot more. Um, so that was certainly the first challenge, which was probably unique to me that I had three weeks of my school holidays in the challenge, um, which was pretty difficult, um, I, I thought, particularly the first week of the challenge was my uh, school holiday. Um, yeah, I think it's the other challenges are, are starting when you start and you, you, you want to commit to it. Um, it's a long road for some of us. If we're coming from a far way back where we've got a lot of weight on, we've done, we've done what we've always done for, for years, then you're drastically making some changes that are, that are right for you, but it takes some time. And even when you start training at the start, you look at yourself and, and you just think about, I guess, how far you've got to go to get to where you need to get to. So I think you've got to try and block that out and just think, all right, baby steps and, and work slowly at it. Uh, and just chip away. Um, so that was definitely probably the challenge. And then I guess once you start and you're seeing the challenges, it's quite euphoric at the start because it's all new. And, and you guys have spoken about this before, that the weeks sort of four to eight, they're difficult. They're the ones where you've really got to knuckle down, I think. And I, I think if, if you can knuckle and get through those sort of four weeks where you've really then established yourself with a routine, then you're not far away from ending the challenge. And then you've got those four weeks where you can, you know, you can see the finish line sort of thing. So that was definitely a challenge. Um, sleep's still a challenge for me, um, having the kids. Um, having having uh, the kids at home and having um, a busy job, sleep can still be a challenge. I train at 5 a.m. Um, that works for me because once I get home from work, the girls are all, um, need my time and, and I love that about them um, so that works for me but it's still something I probably haven't nailed is my sleep um, but that's a bit of a challenge and then I suppose the other challenge is your social calendar and and how you do that um, our culture in Australia is you're coming over and why aren't you having a drink or or let's eat this or and I think you've got to um, just adjust that in yourself and I looked at that I saw that was going to be one of my challenges um, and I decided I'm not going to give up alcohol which I didn't believe it or not I didn't give up alcohol on the challenge but I didn't drink a lot of it so I'd switched beers and everything else to um, gin and a diet tonic and I might have three for the whole week and I'd decide when I did that um, looking at my social calendar um, and then I guess the other thing I, I, I changed, it was about changing things that, that help you. So, um, yeah, in terms of drinking, I, I looked at like a calorie-free um, non-alcoholic drink. So I grabbed that and, and that would be my drink for the night and it would taste like gin or whatever, but it was five calories in a can and not alcoholic. Um, so just things like that to really try and train the, the mind and, and still set yourself up in a social setting without um, going away from your goals and your training. Yeah, I like that. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about alcohol, okay? Only because it's a it's it's a, a rare one, Adam, talking about alcohol in um, the podcast, where often the, the narrative is completely abstaining from alcohol. Okay? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And this is interesting because uh, I enjoy a drink, right? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Coach Steve, Mr. Mr. Fitness Guy, but I do enjoy a drink, right? Um, I I enjoy just a glass of uh, straight scotch, right? That's my drink, yeah? Um, and, you know, I think for the, quote, 
best results possible, you know, we, we do want to abstain from alcohol. We know that it, it does add calories. It, it does infect our recovery, X, Y, and Z, but we can still get an amazing transformation like you did. We can still be strong and fit and athletic and enjoy a drink. Um, like many athletes do, you know, just look at the AFL, what's in AFL culture, right? Um, so can you talk a little bit more about that where you are in like social environments where you might go over to a friend's place or wherever you're doing and they might have a, a glass of wine or a beer or something like that. And they go, Hey, Adam, do you want a drink? What did you do? Did you say yes? Did you bring your own drinks? Did you say no first? Did you explain what you're doing? Like, what was that environment? It, like? Look, it depended on, on what I decided that weekend. So if there was three different social events that weekend, I would pick one that I'd have a couple of drinks at. Um, if it was just one, I would potentially drink at that one or, or I wouldn't at all. Uh, I would always take my own drink. I'd always take um, uh, the gin and a diet tonic and I would always pour my own drinks. Um, I'd sip on it. I was very slow on it. So I'd probably be one drink to two. I'd make sure I was only having two or three maximum um, because I didn't want to obviously consume all the calories. I also got to make sure that when you're doing that, you're still eating well. Um, you don't want to slip off altogether. And then the next day would be planned as a 6K walk or something like that on top of my training. Um, so just making sure that uh, I think one of the things you, you must do is try and make this sustainable going forward um, and still being able to enjoy a couple of things, but, but making sure that um, you keep everything in, I guess, context and, and, and keep going back to what you want to do with your body and, and what you want to achieve. So um, yeah, I was able to enjoy a couple of drinks, still dropped 17 kilos. Um, and yeah, potentially could have I dropped two or three more, maybe. Yeah, may maybe I could have even got a more amazing transformation if I didn't do that. But at least now I, I still feel that that's sustainable. Now, the last two weeks I didn't drink. Um, I sort of put the alcohol off the last two weeks. But yeah, as I said, I, it wasn't like I'd have many, many drinks. I wouldn't have a bend or anything like that, but it might be that weekend I'd have two or three drinks. And then some weekends I didn't drink at all, but I never drank midweek. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a similar conversation to those um, who let's say really enjoy chocolate. I'm going to use chocolate as an, anal as a, as a, an example of, of um, alcohol where a simile, that's probably the right better word, where if someone really loves chocolate and they join the challenge and we say no more chocolate, that's all they're going to think about. They're going to want it every single day. And they're going to go, I, I need to have this chocolate. And then eventually there'll be a tipping point. It might be in week one, might be in week two, might be in week 10, where they go, that's it. Like we, we need our chocolate fix. And then we go into a complete like disinhibition and we eat all the chocolate. And often that's what happens with alcohol, where if we come from an environment where alcohol is part of our day-to-day -day life, and I, and I mean that uh, by environment, the social setting, the situation that we're in, some of us are not in environments where alcohol is around us. Others are in social environments where they are in front of us. If you completely abstain from it, what happens at the end of the challenge? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a rhetorical question because you know what would happen where you go on the bender. You're like, that's it. It's over. I'm going to yeah, celebrate. I'm going to go celebrate and do it all again. Yeah, no. Where you, Adam, you had control. You said, you know, now you're like, oh, well, I've had my fix throughout the past 12 weeks. Fix them. It's probably a strong word. But, you know, I've, I've, I've had my drink. I, you know, I enjoyed it. It's not like I, I didn't even process me having a drink. I enjoyed my drink, um, you know, periodically throughout the challenge, I was able to lose what was it, 17 kilos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and at the end of it, it's not like something that is something that you're craving right now. Um, it's something that it's like, hey, I, I can still 
live a sustainable um, life, sustainable, um, maintain this, right? Yeah, no, I love it. I love it a lot. And I think that um, speaks to lots of many people. Yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, I think it's just, that's planning. It's all that, that's still, as you say, I'm in control. I've planned it. That That's my my goal was, all right, I'll have three drinks tonight and, and I'm okay with that because I know I'm going to deal with it in this way. So that's how you deal with it. And I think, yeah, as I said, Woolies have got, oh, there's many of them out there, but the non-alcoholic drinks, um, definitely recommend them. Uh, the low calorie ones, if you find those, because that can get you out of a lot of trouble and you can just pour them and you feel like you're having a drink and and you're in that, you're still involved in the social situation without actually having a drink. So and consuming minimal calories. So it's definitely something I'd recommend. No, so good. Were you uh, trying to count the calories from the drinks that you were consuming? No, 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 I never did. I, I, I made sure that my food was on point. Um, 99% of the time or 95% of the time, I made sure my food was very good. And I knew if I was having a couple of drinks that the next day I needed to burn that um, first. And that's why I would go, all right, well, that's my my first point of call is getting up early, going for the 6K walk or whatever, getting rid of that. Um, and then doing my normal day, whether that's training at the gym and, and just eating or Sundays was a rest day anyway. So it was just a walk um, day for me. So that was where I'd make sure that I just burnt that off a bit, bit extra. So it probably, probably went into slight calorie deficit on that Sunday, but that allowed me to then be okay on that Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the topic of training, you know, you mentioned that you're training at 5am. Was yeah. that at a commercial gym? Was that at a home gym? Like what, what was training like? Yeah. So commercial gym. So um, up at five, be in the gym by 5.30. Um, I was doing the M plus program. So I do Monday, Tuesday, um, Wednesday was my walk day. So managed to sometimes get on the old step leaderboard there, which was nice. Um, cause I'd walk at 5am. So I was, I was on top a couple of times by 7am, but <laughs> mind you, they would overtake me after that. But, um, uh, yeah, so Monday, sort of Wednesday was my walk day where I'd walk, um, 6k to, to 8k and then Thursday, Friday, I'd be back in the gym. And then sometimes Saturday, if I felt like it, I'd do another gym session. Um, or, or I would, uh, walk and then Sunday was a walk day and listen to the podcast, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Now, uh, you mentioned that you did the Max's challenge about five years ago or so, yeah. right? Yeah. And you got into a great shape then. Mm -hmm. You took out the People's Choice Award. Uh, now, in that period from being in really great shape, going to the gym, being really athletic, you know, knowing how much you lift and those types of things going through that transition through COVID times, maybe gaining a little bit of weight, maybe losing some fitness and then stepping back into the gym. Sometimes that comes with its own anxieties where you think, oh, I used to be able to leg press X amount. Mm -hmm. I used to bicep curl X amount. I used to be able to run on the treadmill at this pace for X time. Um, what was it like for you going back into the gym, like reintroducing fitness into your life and knowing maybe where you were previously trying to push that aside and going, okay, I'm going to focus on the now and improve myself now. What was that journey like? It's a good question. It was tough at the start, particularly probably not so much how much you could lift, but just the look of your body and, and, and what you could do. And, and I must admit, I'd, I'd get on the um, cross trainer. I'd sort of try and do 10 minutes of cross training after the weights and you just look at yourself and you're breathing heavy and uh, it was really difficult at the start of the training and um, you're very sluggish by the end and, and probably frustrated within yourself and then I guess wondering whether you can keep going at it. Um, so then it was just a matter of, all right, we'll just trust what's going on and, and just turn up. Um, we've heard that many times, just turn up. 
and just keep eating well and turning up and and eventually that turns and, and you can see it slowly turning um, on the scales in pictures you can see it starting to turn and you can feel your strength coming back relatively um, fast that you're starting to lift more or you're looking at your reps and you're, you're doing more reps so it was always about okay well, what can I do to improve myself the following week um, and try and block out what the end result was that you wanted um, and how far that was to get there um, and just sort of treat week by week uh, I think that's probably where um, mentally that's your battle and, and if you can win that battle and keep going um, I think you're on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah I like that I like that and look I don't I want to talk a little bit now about change you know I'm sure yeah. your life has changed a lot over the past 12 weeks of doing the yeah. challenge um, mm-hmm. can you give us a little bit of a, a super summary about how Maybe your day-to-day life has changed, how maybe you look at things may have changed, like how you look at food and training may have changed. Like, can you talk a little bit about change? Yeah, look, just renewed confidence in myself, really. Um, I just feel a lot better mentally, um, generally healthier. As I said, my wife comments on that, how much um, happier I am within myself. Um, just I'm in a better headspace. So I'm clearer with what I want to do. So I know, um, I guess, I've, I've reached now a point of maintenance and learnt a lot through the last 12 weeks to go, okay, well, I know what foods are good for me and work and I know what foods don't. Um, and it's it's not avoiding them altogether. It's just limiting them and making sure that that doesn't overtake. The food's not running me now. I'm, I'm running the food. So um, I, I guess I can um, look at, all right, I'm going to have this meal tonight and then how do I burn that tomorrow? How do I handle that? And, and ensure that that doesn't then spiral into a week full of that food um, and that's probably important to just keep it in in perspective and context of what you're doing still um, but yeah I'm quite confident now in in I, I guess your diet nutrition um, and just not having all that extra stuff I mean at schools there's morning teas all the time there's free biscuits there's this that the other um, I stick to my food I bring my food I'm still planning I'm still cooking you know on a Sunday and getting everything ready for the week um, so yeah, I think mentally now I'm a lot stronger and I, I've, this is a part, yes, it's my second challenge, but I, you learn more each challenge. Um, I've already signed up for the next one just to learn a bit more and, and you're learning from others as well all the time. Um, so I guess that's probably how my life's changed a bit in the sense that I'm looking at things a lot better. Um, mentally I'm determined to, to keep this off now and, and, um, to enjoy a, a, a freer life without all the other things that I was doing before, which sounds funny, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Uh, look, Adam, finally here, I just want to ask about advice. So someone came up to you and said, you know, Adam, I'm, I'm about to start my fitness journey. I want to lose yep. a bit of weight, or maybe they signed up for the M challenge and they're about to start the challenge. What advice would you have for that person? Yeah, it's, I guess it's immersing yourself in the challenge. It's really buying into it. You, you've decided to do it and you've signed up. So now commit to it. Um, and yeah, there's going to be pitfalls along the way, absolutely. And, and everyone's case is different. But I guess it's just committing to it. It's committing to the training. Um, it's really listening to the podcasts. I, yeah, as I said, I've really enjoyed them once I started that. It's joining the social media page. And um, you don't have to comment all the time, but you can still read the comments and you can pick up little things here and there. Pick up some great recipes of just, um, pizzas and things so it's sort of like fast food but you can make it work for you and that was all from the social page so shout out to those people that did that um, planning ahead you've got to plan you you have to plan um, you have to make sure your food's ready for the week you got to look at your social um, events what can you eat during those times or how can you handle them that you can still fit your life in the challenge within the social context 
um, and, and just adapting to that. Um, and I guess the other the other real big thing is, and you guys have said it many times before, but it's um, finding foods within the plan that work for you um, and creating simple meals that you can continually go back to and eat um, and that you enjoy. So finding the foods that you actually like. Um, so breakfast for me, for instance, is a combination of I'll have a, a one yolk but sort of six egg omelette um, in the morning with the breakfast thins, which is great. It's like bread anyway. Um, so that's good. And then I'd have oats and yogurt and protein power the next day. And I really enjoy those two breakfasts. So I just alternate those two breakfasts. There's no need to create fancy things if, if you don't need to. Um, and dinner was always trying to fit in with the family because you've got to fit it in to make it sustainable. So it was always a protein and a salad or protein and, and veg, um, which, which worked for me. Um, and then lunch was, you would find lunches that worked again for you. So if it was turkey burgers and, and pita, pita wraps, which was great, um, a combination of fried rice where you used your, your food within the challenge to make your rices. Uh, just having simple sort of go-to meals that you can do for the whole week, I think makes your life easier. Um, and, and having that in the fridge to be able to grab each day. So I think that's definitely a really big one. And then just making sure you train when you should. If you're doing your four days a week and getting your steps in, your steps are important as well. So there's a lot of advice in, in, in a small amount of time, but um, yeah, all, all those things I think would really help anyone that's, that's trying to do the challenge. And, and I guess some, some of us fall off a bit and, and it's important that they just get back on and, and um, understand that they will have days that don't work and that's okay. Um, but then to throw in the towel once you've already decided you're going to commit to this, um, it's important to keep turning up. Yeah, that's, that's really good advice. And uh, there are some really cool recipes on our Facebook social hub, um, or not recipes, or even just inspiration yeah, of yeah. how to put together meals. Um, and some people call it fake away. It's kind of like takeaway, but fake away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah, and that definitely helped on a Friday night. But but they're the things that you can make the kids too. Like they'll have pita pizza, they love that sort of stuff. Here's pizza night, and then you can eat that as well. So it's it's finding ways to still incorporate um everybody in your in your challenge life yeah no beautiful look adam let's wrap it up there uh i want to take a moment to thank you for donating some of your time to the challenge podcast and uh congratulate you on an amazing result uh, yeah. definitely the effort that you put in shows in your results and we're excited to see what you can continue to do in your own fitness journey yeah thanks Dave. and I'll, I'll join the next one to keep myself accountable and um yeah i just really would like to thank you guys and and coach nick um, just for all your support and um, all the gang out there that are, are really supportive as well in the in the social uh, Facebook page and um, yeah it's been a look it's been a great journey I've really enjoyed it and um, yeah it's one I'm going to keep up so thank you thanks for tuning in guys if you like the show share it with a friend or leave us a review on iTunes to spread the good word see you next time